Dominic, Dominic, you've asked me many a uh, strong political question before. Well, Dominic, as you might guess, I've been asked that a few times before. To those in the press who did their job and did it with professionalism, and even to some of you who are actually kind, where's Dominic? I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We could discuss January 6th, what happened at the Capitol, the back and forth between the two presidents. Or we could discuss the winter storm, which has not, has not, materialized as of yet, though I was impressed on the New York State uh, Thruway. I saw all the uh, the big assault trucks. They were already out, and the lights were on on top of them. And so uh, the, the, the state seems to be ready uh, for this in, what, in which is expected to be three to six inches of snow to make for a tough morning commute. But right now, on this day, a topic much more important in Manhattan is Manhattan in the hands of the brand new district attorney, Alvin Bragg. Why would he not prosecute crimes to the letter of the law? It really does bear repeating. Why would he not prosecute crimes to the letter of the law? We're taking your telephone calls. 1-800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So I looked at uh, at my email, uh, and folks, you can reach me at dominic.carter at wabcradio.com. And one of the emails was from was from Sal, a listener, and Sal says, quote, Hey, Dominic, I am a bit mystified. Manhattan residents happily and proudly voted for Alvin Bragg and his capitalized and, in quotes, hug-a-thug approach to law enforcement, didn't they? So why are they now so upset? Stay safe, Sal. So I went back. I went back to one of the only media debates in the race for Manhattan DA six months ago. Let's rewind six months ago. June 17th, the debate put on by our owner operators here at WABC, John Katsimatidis and Margot Katsimatidis, and I was the moderator. So I I can now publicly admit what I thought then. And I couldn't say this at the time as the moderator because I have to be neutral. I believed at that time that one of the law and order candidates would 
win. Tolly Weinstein or Liz Crotty. I thought that Tolly Weinstein was the by far front runner, and if she didn't win, it would be Liz Crotty. I thought it was a done deal, folks. But what's interesting, and you're going to hear this this morning, Mr. Bragg told us during that debate who he was, what has shaped his views, and more importantly, most importantly, what he would do as Manhattan District Attorney. You're about to hear, and please, folks, listen carefully. You're going to hear in Mr. Bragg's own words, days before the primary, six months before taking office, in which Alvin Bragg, he's going to say repeatedly, you're going to hear this, that he had some bad experiences with police officers and also criminals. You're going to hear right here, right now, how he wanted to, he ducked the term defund the police, but he wanted to move money out of the NYPD budget. This is the current district attorney. And even more telling, and you're going to hear this this morning, when I inquired which candidates for mayor he identified with, it's a question that I asked all the eight Democrats running. The first one that comes out of his mouth is Maya Wiley, who was backed by AOC, who wanted to defund the police. It would have been scary if she was elected mayor. She wanted to defund the police, and at one debate, Maya Wiley wouldn't answer if she would take away guns from NYPD officers. He then cites, that is Alvin uh, Bragg, he then cites Citibank Executive Ray McGuire and former Sanitation Commissioner Kathleen uh, Sullivan. The one person he doesn't cite is the guy that won the election for mayor, Eric Adams. Now, I want you folks, we're going we're going to your telephone calls in just a minute or so. Bear with me. I want you to listen to this debate. The voice you are going to hear is Alvin Bragg, who is now the district attorney, and this was his opening statement at the debate. My name is Alvin Bragg, and I'm running for district attorney in large part because of experiences I had growing up. I grew up in Harlem during the 80s, during the height of the crack cocaine epidemic. Uh, Before I was 21, I had a gun pointed at me six times. Uh, Three by NYPD officers during unconstitutional stops, and three by people who were not police officers. Uh, These early experiences are why I went to law school and why for the last 20-plus years I've been fighting in the courtroom for both fairness and safety. I started off as a civil rights lawyer and a criminal defense lawyer. I became a federal prosecutor, and then ultimately I became the number two lawyer in the New York State Attorney General's office, overseeing a staff of more than 1,500. Uh, My work has run the gamut. I represent uh, Eric Garner's mother, Gwen Carr, in a case against the city. I did gun cases as a federal prosecutor. Uh, I've done significant public corruption work, prosecuting two mayors and the former majority Senate leader. I'm honored to be endorsed by Preet Bharara, The New York Times, Planned Parenthood, and Zephyr Teachout. I look forward to talking about my vision for the DA's office this afternoon. So now we know where Mr. Bragg fully stands as the district attorney of Manhattan. I want you to listen to this. 
over and over when I asked him questions about his direction, he said that he's going to shift the focus of the DA's office. Listen. Okay, but I, I just want a direct answer. Will you go after quality of life offenses, and will you cut the office staff? Sure, I'll start right there. I, I, I've said I've not committed to any particular number, of any type of cut. What I want to do is shift the focus of the office from the types of cases where my friends were getting arrested growing up, uh, my family members currently getting arrested that have driven mass incarceration and shift them to the kind of cases I've done throughout my career. Significant uh, drug trafficking cases, significant gun trafficking cases, the kind of things that I know uh, my neighbors in Harlem are sitting around their tables concerned about now. The current, that's the current district attorney of Manhattan, Alvin Bragg, in his own words, six months ago, the debate here at Talk Radio 77 WABC. We're going to play much more of of that interview, but or of that debate, I should say. But first, I want to bring you folks into the program. Your telephone calls, your thoughts, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Let's start with Eddie listening to the radio in New Jersey. Good morning, Eddie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Um, I think it's quite astounding that that Mr. Bragg is doing this and going, uh, you know, saying he's not going to prosecute criminals because you saw after the 2020 election, a lot of Democrats tried moving away from the whole defund the police movement. Absolutely. Because they saw the political ramifications. So this guy comes back and he's doubling down on it. It's quite, uh, you know, you'd think he's like tone deaf. Well, you you know, Eddie, you you make a good point, but he's playing to his base and and he's sticking by it. I mean, he he's sticking by it. It doesn't make sense to you. It doesn't make sense to me. But we're not elected as the Manhattan District Attorney. I thank you uh, for the call, Eddie, and have a uh, great morning. Let's go to let's see, let's go to Phil. Phil's listening on the radio in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Yeah, hi, good morning, Dominic. Here, here's the deal. The, the elections for DA, like a lot of other these local small civil court and, and DA police-type elections, they're very, very unpublicized. You don't see any posters. You don't hear radio ads. You don't see TV ads. It's meant to draw in maybe less than one out of every three or 400 New Yorkers who already know well ahead of time who they're going to vote for and why. It's not a fair election in the sense of equity. But the point is, this guy wants to basically uh, emasculate the police. He wants to basically reduce them in in the manner of their enforcement and their presence, which the community is going to read as, okay, the police aren't going to help. When we need help, we're out of luck. Now, right now, I think the Supreme Court is handling a major case of gun carry. Uh, if it's if they can't stop it from New York State as well as other states, what's going to happen? I'm telling you, in the next year and a half, two years, a lot of people are going to buy handguns. They're going to carry, and it's going to be it's going to be vigilante time. You you know, Phil, uh, my 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 knee jerk reaction to that is that can't happen in Manhattan, but. If the district attorney is not prosecuting certain cases as it relates to guns, then you are exactly accurate that that is what is going to happen. I don't want that to happen, but 
you, you, you know, I mean, you you have you and in, 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 um, in certain communities, store owners are already saying, Phil, and thank you for the call, are already saying that that they don't know how they're going to survive because they need the police and they've already been robbed. And uh, th- this is a full green light to the criminals, a full green light to the criminals. Let's go to Michael. Michael is listening on the radio in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael, and welcome yeah, good morning. to the Dominic um, Carter Show. Go ahead. First of all, this guy, this, this district attorney, isn't even a true liberal, because I have a very good friend who's a liberal, and he and I are always arguing. So I said to him, well, how do you like this guy? You know, he's going to do all these things. You should be happy. He's one of yours. He said, the hell he is. He's not one of mine. I said, what do you mean? He said, we are totally against guns. If it was up to me, if somebody got caught with an illegal gun, they didn't commit a crime, they didn't do anything, just walking around with an illegal gun, I would give them 10 years in prison. This moron, this idiot, not only won't prosecute them if they have a gun, he doesn't even want to prosecute them if they commit a crime. So don't tell me he's a liberal. He's just a crazy lunatic that has this nutty idea Hey, hey, but Michael, but but Michael, but 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 is he is he really nutty when you look at his credentials? He's he's definitely not a liberal. Okay, but 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 see, but listen, but 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 Michael, whether he's a liberal, why is that even relevant? The the, 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 the fact that okay, okay, his position on guns, but the fact of the matter is, if he's going to do something that is not in the best interest of the people. That is the bottom line. In my opinion, right. I, I don't I don't care what we call him. You can call right. him but liberal, I'm just saying conservative. He's not, he can't even claim to be a true blue liberal because the liberals, you see how much the liberals hate guns? How many times are they protesting tougher gun control, tougher gun control? He wants to make it go. Get yourself an illegal gun. And who walks around with an illegal gun? A criminal because a, a, a regular person can get a gun legally. It's, it's not hard to get a gun in New York and New Jersey. It's very easy. You just can't get a carrier's permit. But a gun is easy. So that's all he's doing is encouraging people to go and, like the other guy said, now that they got the gun, they're going to carry it. Well, uh, Michael, I, I thank you for the call. Let's let's go to uh, Clifton Diaz in Queens listening on the radio. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, how you doing, Dominic? I'm doing well. Go right ahead, please. Okay, so as it relates to the uh, DA, you know, I'm very surprised at his statement. Um, all of the district attorneys allegedly were supposed to be uh, working together to uh, support our new mayor, and uh, I think they should do that, and I hope that he does that. Uh, I listened to all the things that you said. Uh, Manhattan is a place everybody comes to. It's going to end up being deserted. Uh, we're going to lose a lot of the terrorism. Uh, you know, it's going to be happening. Uh People are going to be robbed. Uh, it's going to be a whole lot going on. It's the media, uh, like you said, uh, city. Uh, everybody's going to be focused on that, and it's going to give us bad publicity. So uh, you're, you're, you're correct, you, you, you're, Clifton. You, you you are correct, and I thank you for the call because I remember well um, before uh, going off to college, uh, or certainly my upbringing. I remember when you used to come to 42nd Street and it was nothing but smut and porn and every storefront 
was a a, a quarter a video where you go in and and watch porn. It was just disgusting. And then uh, Giuliani comes in and cleans up Times Square and makes it uh, a Broadway shows, and and it's wonderful. But the question becomes. What is going to happen now under this new district attorney, Alvin Bragg? That is the question, the million-dollar question. Time for a break. When we come back, I'm going to play for you how he responded, or ducked, rather, to the question of defunding the police. But he is going to say that he wants to Re refocus resources away from the police budget to other areas. And this is the current district attorney of Manhattan. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We'll be right back. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Manhattan's new district attorney, Alvin Bragg. Coming up a bit later, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, the owner of WABC, John Katsimatidis, calling for the White House to stop the war on North America. Bravo, John Katsimatidis. I will explain about 1245 this morning, the Chronicles of uh, Dominic Carter, a media appearance he had on Wednesday. Back to the district attorney. I see all your phone calls, folks. We're going to move as fast as we can. This is about a minute and a half clip that I want you to listen to. June 17th, 2021, right here in the studios of WABC. I'm moderating the debate amongst the candidates running for Manhattan DA. I thought that uh, uh, Tolly Wildstein was a shoe-in for the election. I thought that if Tolly Wildstein did not win, then it was going to be Liz Crotty. Both law and order candidates. And so you can say whatever you want about Mr. Bragg, but the law and order candidates each lost. He won with his progressive agenda. So one of the questions that, and, and let me just say this, folks, because I know you're going to ask me this question. When you have eight candidates on stage, I've got to keep moving, moving, moving. While we're doing the debate, producers are in my ear. There's a lot going on. And so I tried to nail him down, Alvin Bragg, directly on defunding the police. But he ducks my question. And he does say that he would like to refocus or or reallocate is the better term, reallocate NYPD budget dollars away from the NYPD for services like homeless services to go to other agencies. And so I asked all the candidates which candidates for mayor they could identify with. I want you to listen carefully to this clip. Mr. Bragg names three that he could identify with None of which 
was Eric Adams. Mr. Bragg. So, so I want to start by saying, because there's some talk about violence, I, I've lived my entire life in, in you know, a neighborhood affected by violence, so I know it firsthand. Uh, but, but that's separated apart from what we do um, on, on, in, in responses on what you, you call the fun. I have a simple test. If it's something my mother or father could have done, we shouldn't have police do it. My mother was a career educator. My dad ran homeless shelters. You look at the homeless sweeps. Police shouldn't be doing it. I know that I've worked for police officers for 20 plus years. That's not something they want to do. They want to do the kind of cases that I've worked on gun trafficking, drug, drug trafficking cases, the kind that plague my community and communities around the city. So I would say homeless sweeps, uh, mental health responses. Right? We've got models around the country where professionals are going in. And again, I've worked side by side with officers. They're not running to or signing up saying we want to do this work. They so defund the police. No, I'm, t- I'm giving you three categories of things where I would shift, so you, you shift the budget. you support it or you don't support well, it? Well, I'm defining the term for, for you okay. from my perspective, right? Okay. So, okay. so homeless sweeps, mental health responses, uh, and policing in schools are places where I would move those buckets of funding uh, to, to out of the police department. I've been clear about that. I've, I've wrote, written an op-ed on it. I think that will make us safer and allow us to focus on gun trafficking and gun trafficking and drug trafficking and the kind of cases I've done throughout I, my career. I've got to move on, but is there a candidate in the mayor's race that, that identifies with your vision for the, for the office but for the city? I, not one comes to mind. I confuse a few. I don't know if that's in the spirit of your uh, of your question. I'm both a civil rights lawyer okay, and a so former counsel, prosecutor. Okay, so go for it. Fuse them. Fuse Which them. Uh, so I, I, Maya Wiley also served in the Southern District of New York where I served. Um, uh, Ray McGuire has a great idea about having a deputy mayor uh, tasked with overseeing NYPD. I think we need that. And Catherine Garcia has the kind of management experience that I've had throughout my career. That is the current district attorney of Manhattan, Alvin Bragg, six months ago, June 17th, one of eight Democrats seeking the job. The law and order candidates did not win. He came out of nowhere and actually uh, won. Let's let's go right back to the telephone calls. Let's go to our friend Stan in Forest Hills listening on the radio. Good morning, Stan. Go right ahead. Good morning. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Okay. Uh, one, I'd like you to see on your day show at 2 o'clock, if you're still doing it, if you can get Kay Ferrara on, the former DA, and talk to him about this guy. Or ask Mr. Bragg, you'd like to interview him on the air and talk to him for an hour or so. Give him the – and talk to him. I think we need to hear more f- from him, and I think anybody can cut through the crap. I think it'll be you. So hey, I don't think hey, you Stan. should call – Stan, Stan, Stan. I've been around a while, right? Of course. I've been around a while, right? So that that's that's all I can say. We'll we'll see what the future holds as it relates to as it relates to the new district attorney. In other words, in other words, I'm trying to tell you to listen to listen between the lines of what I'm saying. We'll see we'll see what the future holds. So you're saying you're saying that I should have him on this program. Yeah. And I'm saying to you and, and Dominic talk, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens next week. Okay. okay. The other thing is this. He seems to mention, and I've heard he's, hello? Yes, I'm listening, oh, he Stan. He seems to mention he wants to go heavy after drug dealers, drug uh, syndicates, and heavy drug. That's, that's, a, that's a positive thing, you know, because drugs are destroyed. Right, 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 right. That, that's, but, a, uh, that, that's a positive know, thing, that's Stan. A great so, news. That's so, news. Okay, so Stan, so, so – so he can spend years going after the, the the drug guys while while the rest of us are shot every day from these gangbangers uh, that are carrying guns. Well, that's great for the district attorney to do down the road, but we need immediate help and protection right now. 
right now. Thank you, Stan, for the call. Let's see what uh, let's see what uh, Dominic, our friend Dominic in Wapping Just Falls, what Dominic has to say listening on the radio. Good morning, Dominic. You have the best first name in the entire world. Go right ahead. Yes, and we're and we're good looking too. <laughs> And we're smart. (laughs) I like that, Dominic. (laughs) You know, here's my comment. You you know what's going on. I know what's going on. Unfortunately, you got Stanley. He has no clue. And you got Drew who has no clue. They keep voting for these people. And you know what? I don't really care about these people anymore. If they're going to keep voting... Uh, these people in, and then they're going to have to live like that. If they if they're okay with people shooting one another, it doesn't affect me. I'm in a good neighborhood. I know my DA would that DA would never ever get elected in Scarsdale or Pound Ridge. There is no way they hey, would Dominic, allow that. And, Dominic, you, you you know you know what? And I, I've got I, Drew is standing by. I want I want you to to engage with each other. But you know what, Dominic, you just hit it on the head. You hit it on the head, right? And places where you live and places where I live, we want strong district attorneys that are super aggressive in prosecuting. We don't want innocent people in jail, but we want a prosecutor to do what a prosecutor does. And and you're 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 right, you're right. But but Dominic, just hold for one second. I have Drew I have Drew on the other line. Good morning to you, Drew. I'm ready to go. Okay, you're ready to go. Okay. So Dominic is listening oh, to you. Go right ahead. So the first thing's first, um when he identified Maya Wiley, he said they worked in the Southern District together. And then he identified two moderates, Ray McGuire and Catherine Garcia. Noted. Ray McGuire has created a more wealth in our community than every candidate on that stage combined. If you know Ray McGuire, okay, okay. he was I, a legend I got, on I got you on that, Drew. Hold but, on. But, but it's not Hold Drew. On. Drew, I can't give you 15 Hold minutes. So, so, so you've got to get to your point fast. Go ahead. Okay. Dominic, you're incorrect. I'm in Westchester. Mimi Roca ran on a progressive standpoint. That's why she creamed Scarpino. Her whole thing was she was going to go after Trump and start giving people less time in Westchester and go after the police. If you know anything, the PBA in Westchester is at war with Mimi Roca because she already charged a New Rochelle police officer for punching a um, a man while he was off duty. So she has been going after cops. And when you say Scarsdale and Pound Ridge, I don't know when the last time you were in Westchester, but Westchester is very progressive. To what, the point what, where they what, what, wait, 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 wait. You, you, you're, you're correct about your district attorney. I've interviewed her many times. But she was elected mm-hmm. also on the fact that she was a prosecutor from the Southern District. That was her number so one calling he. card on during the campaign. I'm not going to let you do that, Dominic. She... She got endorsed by all the progressives because she said she was going to start going after cops. She said that she was going to investigate the Mount Vernon Police Department. She said all of that. We could pull it up. She okay, so Drew, I, I asked you. So, okay, but, but Drew, so when he Drew, said they wouldn't Drew, get elected. Drew, Drew, please, please, because I, I want you to interact with, with Dominic. But what I'm trying to explain to you, I can't give you 15 minutes. So, so, so. So your main point is you want to focus on the progressives, right? But what I'm saying to you is, who's the people that are going to be dying in the street? Let's cut through all the nonsense. 
Listen, I was just in Harlem today. The whole community is standing behind him, and I'm telling you, people are going to pay for how they're talking about him because you know what? People get on here and talk about him and then try to come up and come through the community and get shut down. 2022, a lot of elections are going to get sunk because okay. of how they're talking about Mr. Bragg. Okay. Mark I'm, my word. I'm going to come right back to you. Dominic, what, what do you think about what Drew just said? Well, you know, Drew doesn't really understand that, uh, you know, people like me, we want peace. We want, we want, we don't, we want our, our law and order. We want to walk down our neighborhoods. And when people like Drew start voting for these, these, these morons that don't want that, we leave, we move out. And then they're, they're there to deal with the crap that they have to deal with because they created it. Like, you know, if my neighborhood gets, gets bad, what do you think I'm going to do? You think I'm going to fight? You think I'm, I'm going to sell my house and move away. It's happening in New York already. People are tired of this. Yes, so I, 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 I have to be honest, Drew. What Dominic just said, I agree with a thousand percent. Drew, your response. Well, he made a point that they would never get elected to Scarsdale Pound Ridge. That was incorrect. Um, he probably moved to Wappinger, which is fine because at the end of the day, um, the real estate in Westchester is booming. And before you call the man an idiot, unless you got into Harvard and Harvard Law School, I don't think you could compare your intelligence to his. Plus, he worked in the Southern District taking down gun traffickers and things like that. So please, let's not do the name calling because his credentials against a lot of people's credentials don't match up. Idiots don't get into Harvard. Okay, so Drew, Drew, you're right. Idiots don't get into Harvard. But but, but, you don't have a problem with a district attorney advocating for progressive causes when, when, when a district attorney is supposed to prosecute? At the end of the day, I'm going to give him a chance. If he's wrong, he's wrong. But I'm going to give him a chance the same way everybody else is giving him a chance. And at the end of the day, he's going after big fish. Not only is he going after gun traffickers and everything else, he also said he's going to pay special attention to who? The former sitting president of the United States. Let's see how this plays out. Okay, thank you, Drew. Dominic, you got the final word quickly here, please, because I've got to move you know, on. Drew, Drew, you know what, Dom? Bless your heart. You, you try to get through to these guys, him and Stanley. You try to get through, but it, it just falls on deaf ear. They are not going to get it. They don't understand that when people are shooting one another, people are not going to live like that. And when you have a DA that is not going to uh, uh, do the proper thing with the law, then people are going to leave. And it's happening. People are leaving this state in droves. And they're leaving, they're leaving Detroit. They're le and they're leaving behind the people that want this. So I don't feel bad for them at all. If, they, if, if they're shooting one another, so be it. I'm not going to have my family involved in that. I'll just move. Well, Dominic, I, I thank you, Andrew, for the uh, telephone calls. And uh, I, 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 know, I, I, I know that Drew means well, but I, I just feel that a district attorney is supposed to prosecute. And when you look at the level, I'm going to be honest, folks, of black-on-black -black crime, we need a prosecutor. And what a tremendous message it could send if the first black district attorney who made history was strong law and order. That would send a message to these young men that you've got to fly straight, get your act together, and like Drew said, go to an Ivy League school. Uh, 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 they have it in them. 
but they but they're looking for the shortcuts in life. Let's go to uh, Ross. Ross is in the Bronx listening on the radio. Good morning, Ross. You're on Talk Radio morning, 77 Dominic. WABC. Well, I think that the, uh, the the main problem is the Democrat Party have destroyed this country altogether. And I know that's maybe painting with a, a broad brush. But let's go back to immigration. If he wants to stop the big drug traffickers and everything, we got to stop things at the border. Drugs are flowing over the border. We know that. That's where it starts. Number two... They've just destroyed every city that they touch. It's Philadelphia, Baltimore, Detroit, Chicago, the whole state of California, Seattle, Portland. I mean, when Ross, are people going to wake up to get away Ross, from this I, I, socialist I, 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 I agree with you. I, I, I agree with you. And I, I have traveled a lot covering um, a, a, a lot of uh, Republican national conventions, Democratic national conventions. And in many of these urban areas, it breaks my heart. It really does to see the, the, some of the things. Uh, the, the first thing many, many years ago, um, the one of the conventions was held in Chicago. And this is when Cabrini Green was still standing. The, the, the big, notorious housing projects in Chicago that was so bad, they tore it down. And if I could repeat some of the things that were said in front of me at that, I can't, they, 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 they're so outrageous. Uh, I can't repeat them on the radio. And at some point, at some point, Ross, so I, I agree with you at some point, but what, what, I, what I'm trying to say to folks is you, you've got to wake up. Communities are looking at victories of, Hey, we we got a strong hand over the police now. That's not a victory. That's a death sentence. Because who's going to protect you? But, Ross, please continue with your point. Criminals. Right. You are correct. You are correct. So, you know, it's got to be a different approach. I'm sorry. It has to be a different approach. It's a very limited scope and a very limited worldview. He's got to look at the overall picture, and, and I think in a way he's not. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to, to 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 continue the same mindset of of uh, I don't know this bleeding heart. I mean, I, I just I, I can't understand it. But I think he's like we, we've got our own time machine. He's going to bring us back to the 1970s. Right, right. Well, <laughs> Ross, I, I thank you for the call. Let's go to Marion, uh, listening on the radio in Manhattan. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Hi. Hi. You're program is the star of the night. Um, I would like to respond to Joe Einstein. And I also want to uh, praise Dominic, the gentleman that was responding. Okay. And, and Dominic says something that is very true. And is that those that despise the law and order are the ones that will remain in New York. And most of them don't work or pay taxes. Where are they going to get money to pay for the rotten Democrat politicians that they put in power every single year? Marion, you, 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 Marion, let, let, let me be clear here. You are hitting it out the park in terms of a, a home run. And I try telling people this in communities that listen, you're, frankly, you're, you're a drain on the community. You're not paying any taxes. You have this attitude of everybody owes you welfare. 
And, and that's why the community looks the way that it looks. So you are correct, Marion, about the tax base. Please continue, and then I've got to take a break, but it's got to be quick. Well, uh, I, I will make a call of those people to try to be more fair on what's going on in New York. Being a politician on a love a party doesn't mean that you're going to abandon or left behind those people that need help. We have to change the power, and the only way that we do it is if we change the way that we vote. We need law and order and respect for the authorities that are helping us. And look at what's going on in the trains, what is going on in the street, killing old people, killing children, destroying and killing people in the trains. Are these people are blind? Don't they realize that these people is being destroyed by the regulations of the Democrat Party? I am a Democrat, but I am not stupid. Thank you. No, no, you're not. And you're not stupid uh, by by any means. I I thank you uh, for that call. Um, I could not have said it any better. Could not have said it any better. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And we are back, folks. We are going to go back to the topic of the Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, in just a minute. We see all of your phone calls. We are going to get to as many of them as humanly possible. But I have to pause for a second because the owner-operator of WABC, John Katsimatidis, I'm watching the Fox Business Channel, I think it was Wednesday, and he's doing something that is John Katsimatidis, who's on uh, weekdays and Sunday show on on weekdays five to six p.m. Cats at night. He's calling for the White House to stop the war on North America. To stop the war on North America, gas prices jumped in November compared to the year before, and of course, uh, Mr. Casamitides is a supermarket. Uh, chain. He owns a supermarket chain. He's also the CEO of United Refining. And he made the comment as it relates to President Biden's energy policies on Neil Cavuto's, uh, Cavuto's show, Coast to Coast. And you have to look at folks, right? So why, why, why are you making this point, Dominic? Well, uh, Biden, the president, revoked the permit for the Keystone XL uh, oil pipeline project on his first day in office, right? Uh, and, and aimed aimed at uh, combating climate change, ending a project that was expected to employ more than 11,000 Americans this year. The president also temporarily suspended the insurance of... Uh, The issuance, I should say, that is of uh, oil and gas permits on federal lands and waters. And here's what Mr. Casamitidis had to say on a television show. Stop the war on North America. Allow Canada, allow Alaska to turn their spigots on. Crude oil go down $20 a barrel and we can solve most, most of the uh, uh, our inflation problems. Uh, Otherwise, if we don't do that. We will, the inflation will continue to, to rise. Prices will continue to rise all through uh, the spring, all through the summer. And, uh, uh, well, the other cause of that is and pick, pick your poison. Pick your poison. And that is correct because right now it's, I, I don't know, folks, it just seems like the, like the White House is 
not on the side of the American people, or at least some of the practices. So hopefully that will change and get better. And bravo to John Katsimatidis, Mr. Katsimatidis, for issuing this call for the White House to stop the war on North America. Okay, Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA. We are back to that. I want you folks to listen. One more clip from the debate. This is candidate Bragg. Now, remember what I said in moderating the debate. I thought that Tolly Weinstein was the next DA and that if Tolly Weinstein, who was on the stage, didn't win, that Liz Crotty was going to win. Two law and order candidates. Neither one of them lost. Instead, it was Alvin Bragg. And here he is from that night at that WABC radio debate. I've walked in the shoes of someone who's been affected. When I think about the investment we need in our communities, I think about my mother as a teacher, my dad who ran homeless shelters. When I think about reentry, I think about my brother-in-law who was incarcerated and lived with me. And when I think about public safety, I think about having had a knife to my neck, a semi-automatic weapon to my head, and a homicide victim on my doorstep growing up in the village of Harlem. It's time that we have someone who's walked the walk, lived it. This is my work. This is my life's work. But that sounds like to me someone that should be a social worker a social worker, and not the people's lawyer, the prosecutor. Let's go right back to your telephone calls, 1-800-848-WABC. Let's start with um, with Frank in White Plains listening on the radio. Good morning, Frank. Frank, are you with me going once? Frank, are you there? Nope, okay. Let's go to Sandy, uh, also in Westchester. Good morning, Sandy. Dominic, thank you so much. Um, Dominic, I'm thinking Mr. Braggs has book smarts, which doesn't help us with our crime problem. It's two different areas, Dominic. It's either ignorant thinking or purposely pushing crazy stuff. That's how I see it, Dominic. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Are, are you are you are you going? Are you willing to come to Manhattan under the new DA? Or are you going to stay away? No, I'm staying right here in Westchester. <laughs> right, right. You know what, Sandy? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I hear you. I, I thank you. I thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to um, to Bob uh, in Long Beach who's listening on Alexa. Good morning, Bob. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Morning, Dominic. Look, uh, here's the thing. It's very simple why this fellow became DA. It's not because he went to Harvard. I know a lot of people that went to Harvard, they might be smart and uh quantum physics, but when it comes to common sense, they get an F. (laughs) Now, listen to me. Here's what I wanted to say. George Soros put him in there with millions and millions and millions of dollars. A million dollars uh, towards his campaign. That's right. That's why that lady isn't DA. And another thing, Mrs. Halstein, I believe, then the other thing is the people, right? Listen to this. The people voted for him. He, you, like you said, he told them what he was going to do. He told them, I'm a lifeguard that doesn't know how to swim. Wow. That, That's that, what a lifeguard does. He right. swims. A DA is a very simple job. He represents the public, right? If, I'm not a lawyer, but – and then he puts prosecutes criminals, and he puts them in jail. He doesn't create the law. He enforces it. Is that correct? Right, 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 and, and I, I know, I, I know. All I know, Bob, is for for the uh, the taxes that that I pay. Uh, when I when I say prosecutor, I want someone that that traditionally does what a prosecutor does. Uh, a prosecutor, in my opinion, thank you for, for the call, Bob, is supposed to represent the interests of the people. Period. 
in terms of moving forward when 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 they deem it uh, the appropriate step to do to prosecute a, a case. On a personal level, I don't want a social worker uh, as my district attorney, and thus property values are going to go down, and I, I could end up losing 30 to 40% of the, the property of my home because someone's engaging in a uh, social experiment. Let's see what uh, Bill in Queens has to say listening on the radio. Good morning, Bill. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Okay. Uh, we had the same problem in Queens. We had uh, D.A. Brown passed away and in uh, this special election. And it almost went to uh, – it was a very close election. I think they were counting votes for months. Right. Court. Right. But we almost had the same thing here. But I'm going to tell you, I'm 61 years old, a whole life in Queens – I don't have the time horizon for any of these jokers to turn this thing around. I'm out of here. I'm going choice D. I'm voting with my feet. Because what I go by is crime stats. And shame on that commissioner Shea saying crime's going down and, and, and de Blasio. I look at the crime stats. stats. The uh, robberies are up. Burglaries are up. Assaults are up. Right in my neighborhood that I've been here my whole life, right? And I had a good job where I contributed to this city, all right? The other thing is what I go by is the neighborhood changed. I didn't have a problem with that. Get along with everybody. You always did. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. But let me tell you something. Bars are going on the windows on all the homes in my neighborhood. And what does that tell you? They only put bars up is when they got robbed, all right? That's what's going on. And so you're right. These people you're right, Bill. Talking pie in the sky about they're going to do this, all these visions. You want to know something? I don't have 30 years for them to turn this around. I'm out of here. I'm selling my house within the next year. I'm done. Where are you going, Bill? You don't know yet. Well, you know, we were hanging out here to take care of our parents because we both grew up in the same neighborhood a couple Mm -hmm. blocks away. My father-in-law passed away four years ago this June. And then we were taking care of my mom also, but now my sister is. Of course, it was it was getting too much. And then I lost my wife a year, uh, two years ago, this past November. Uh, November, and um, she worked at the ho- local hospital in the clinic. So it could have been COVID. I don't know, but I got nothing keeping me here. I got to get out of here. I'm not going to be an old man going forward and getting cold cocked walking to the grocery store. You, that's you, what's you going know, on you, you know what, Bill? It, it's so sad. What what you just said, but it's so accurate. It's so accurate. Thank you for the call. When you look at what's going on in the city of New York and cities across America, let's go now to Edison, New Jersey. Listening on the radio is Jay. Good morning, Jay. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning, Dominic. Uh, I just wanted to let Drew know that the jury of WABC has concluded unanimously, especially if it was a civil jury, that the man is ignorant. Okay, he's proven ignorant. Uh, brag. That's number one. Number two, he says he's traumatized by all sorts of things that happened to him in Harlem, the knife, this, that. Uh, how many veterans have gone through real tremendous things in their life and they come home and they act normal and they do normal responsible things. This man is irresponsible. His position, he is supposed to be, it's an adversarial thing where you have a prosecutor and you have public defenders. His position, 
he is supposed to be the opposite side. If he's not, then you have no system. You have just one-sided system. Let the criminals go. You know what, Jay? Uh, you summarized this uh, in, a, in a very accurate way, and, and you're right. There, there, there's a reason why we have public defenders, and I'm laughing because it's so sad, and there's a reason why we have prosecutors. But, you know, thank, thank you for the call, Jay. Uh, Let's let's see what uh what Eric in uh, Manhattan has to say listening on the radio. Good morning, Eric. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hey Dom. Hey hey Dominic. I, I like what Dominic had to say too. And Marianne, uh, I had my comment was about Eric Garner, but um, I would submit to Drew first that yes, idiots do get into to Harvard and probably a lot of them. Um, you know, I was shocked when when you said Eric Garner he, he represented his sister. That I had to call in. We had a Democratic a Democratic mayor a Democratic governor, two Democratic senators, and a Democratic president, Barack Obama. It was my impression that uh, his sister did not get justice. So was it political? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I, you know, I mean, was it, is he going to go whichever way? Limbo's politically? Maybe he, if he's confronted by the error of his – I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what, what – I, I don't know. And they were like uh, – um, I, I forgot his name. These people did vote for him. I mean – I'm a I'm a I'm a Hispanic Trump Democrat. I'm in the belly of the beast, you know, like you are where you work anyway. Um, so I am talking about moving out of the city for years now. Um, yeah, few, wow. four years so, now. So, five. Eric, so you plan on leaving as well? Sorry, you plan on leaving as well? Well, I've been talking about it long before this for like four years, just um, just to get off the island. Strategically speaking, it's not the best when all hell breaks loose. You don't want to be, you know. I've been thinking about I mean, when Trump was still president. What if the Democrat gets in? You know, I, I, I don't want to be on an island. I want to be on the mainland at least. And I got my mother. She, I'm trying to get her to, to move off. She wants to just move to Staten Island, another island. But I don't know. But, well, I mean, anyway, that's my comment. Eric, I thank you for the call. You mentioned Staten Island. That's where this guy that's lives That's right. Here. We'd be happy Frank to have Marano, your mother, Eric. The other side of midnight. It's tough to afford a house in Staten Island, though. These yeah, days, so. prices have skyrocketed. That correct. is for sure. That is for sure. But who knows? You know, you look and you get lucky. Uh, how are you, my friend? You ready for the snow? I, I'm, I, oh, oh, what time is this supposed to start? I, I think in a couple hours, they're saying. So I, I should be able to make it home safely. I think you'll be okay. and I think me, you're be me okay. and the deers on the yeah, Palisades. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to Frank Morano. What do you have coming up this morning? Uh, we got an action-packed show. What has become a staple of our Friday morning program and a fan favorite to some extent. We're going to do Ask Frank Anything in the first hour. People can ask questions on any subject. They want to ask about crime, politics, religion, anything? movies, anything. You name it. Wow. And uh, I will do my best to answer it. Now, uh, then in the two o'clock hour, you know, we covered at length all the local races this year, including the new DA in Suffolk County. One of the things that we didn't talk about, though, is what that may mean for the investigation into the Long Island serial killer. Uh, Some people call him the Craigslist Ripper. There's a, a lot of names for the person or persons that killed a dozen or so prostitutes in the uh, in the 2000s. So we're going to talk with Frank McKay, who is a radio talk show host who also has some experience in politics himself, about where the new DA may take this case and where he should take it. And we'll have all the customary fan favorites. we got denunciations, and I have a, a few things on my mind that I'll share with the audience as well. Well, the the... The nightly beef that I have with you <laughs> is don't keep me up too late 
uh, into the wee hours this morning. Well, so. you know, it's it's tough. There's too many things to talk about. You know, I was just reading this op-ed in The Hill uh, by Peter King, our colleague Peter King, saying that Joe Manchin may be the perfect candidate for 2024. So we're going to have to talk about that. And then uh, mm-hmm. John Katsimatidis has sent us both that op-ed in The Wall Street Journal saying ab- about the possibility of a Manchin-Adams ticket in 2024. So there's no shortage of interesting things to talk about. This and is true. And we'll tell people what the latest is on the snowstorm and all that. This is true. So you select the next call that we go to. All right. How about um, how about uh, Joy in Manhattan? Joy in Manhattan. You're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Go right yes. ahead. Hello. Happy New Year to both of you. Thank you. Um, Dominic, I, you know, I almost didn't call because what's the point? Um, I'm not an I told you so type of person, but you owe your listeners an apology all of your listeners an apology because Thomas Kenneth told everybody that this was Alvin Bragg's program and this is what he was he would do point by point he pointed out all the um, crimes that Alvin Bragg said he would not prosecute and he pointed out what the consequences would be and now you're shocked shocked that this is what Alvin Bragg has come out with. I mean, so, Alvin Bragg so, so came so Joy, out with it during the campaign. So, Joy, so, Joy, uh, so I'm the face of, the, or in the voice of the debate. And so <laughs> you're telling me I'm responsible because I didn't give your guy attention. That's right. Yes, that's what I'm and say exactly. You've summed it up. Okay. Well, yeah. you, well you know what, Joy? I'll, I'll give you this much. You you advocate strongly for your candidate. Give her an apology. And uh, I, I don't feel like I, I don't feel I owe her an apology at all. But 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 I do I do like you, Joy, and I, I Joy, and I, I feel you're spunky. So what I want you to do is when you are pushing a candidate, I want you to let our producers know so they can let me know directly. And I promise you that I will have them on the air. And is, I, that, is that fair enough? Hey, Joy. There's, there's no yeah, future. Right, the, well, damage is, the damage is done. And all your <laughs> listeners here who spoke to me on Broadway, now right. they should think, oh, that lady was right. We had a conversation. Right. Right. And so it's it's my fault, Joy. It's my what? fault. It's my well, fault. Well, you didn't help. That's for sure. <laughs> well, God bless you, Joy. I, I'll just say, uh, I, you Thank know. Thank you for the call. Uh, you know, the guy got 17% of the vote. If you had him on your show a couple of times, would that have made up the difference between 83% versus 17% of the vote? Good point. I, Good point. Frank But Morano. I do like that they're demanding a, you apologize. <laughs> a, a different listener every day should demand you apologize for something. Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight coming up right here at Talk Radio 77 WABC.